Hi, everyone. We have uh, Laura Rob with us today. Hi, Laura. Hi. Welcome. Thank you for uh, coming on board here and, and answering some of these questions that I think students will benefit uh, benefit from. And if you saw the the, the title of, of of the podcast about uh, uh, why preferring on canvas, painting on canvas versus panel, um, it's uh, I mean every every artist has their own take on it but if you're familiar with Laura's work um, she'll just give you a little bit more insight as to what she why she prefers canvas stretch canvas um, or painting on panels that are glued onto onto board so if you can share that with us Laura that'd be fantastic sure I'd be happy to um, I have painted on panels quite a bit over the course of my career uh, of course outdoors they're they're much easier to deal with so um if i were going out sketching i would definitely probably switch back to panels but the reason i i like stretch canvas is because i work so much with a painting knife and that flexibility gives it just you know there's a little bit of give there and it and so the strokes uh, don't have the same kind of harshness that they'll have on a rigid panel. Um, I found with working with um, my students though, some of them came up with kind of a workaround that's interesting. Um, there's like some, uh, there's some canvas that comes in a pad, like just like paper. Yeah. And, uh, or you could take a, a piece of canvas on a roll, but the ones on the pad stay nice and flat. And mm -hmm. if you put those on a panel, <clears throat> sorry, and and you have some uh, like some uh, newsprint behind it, mm -hmm. it gives it a little bit of give. So oh. if you um, don't have a lot of, you know, if you aren't set up to stretch your own canvases and all that, um, uh, then that's a that's an uh, works pretty well. I've tried it and it works fairly well. So, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it comes down to obviously your personal how it feels when you when you're looking for that particular stroke. Um, do you or did you in the past stretch your own canvas and uh, and uh, or how, how's it working now? Like, did you ever used to stretch it on your own or you always? I've I've stretched. Yeah my own canvas for so long I don't remember doing anything yeah. else really but yeah. you know that's partly because it's it's not easy to find necessarily easy to find like alkyd prime linen like what I like um, and I also like a lot of I like to work in a lot of odd sizes yeah that, for sure that's that's always a difficult just a little bit hinting on that the the uh, the, the, the Alka Prime, um, why do you prefer that over, let's say, acrylic prime? Because I know a lot of people use acrylic prime. I know it's a cost factor sometimes too, but. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I, I just like the, the feel of, of it, the way it takes paint off my brush. And, mm -hmm. and it tends to be, well, the acrylic is really white. So um, that's, you know, the alkyds maybe not as, not usually as white as the acrylic gesso would be, but um, I just, I mostly it's just, I like the feel of the, the way it takes the paint. 
And we, when you say white, that means for you personally, it does matter that base, you know, default um, color on the canvas too, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I'm, as I've mentioned before, I'm all about keeping my options open. So I, I, I prefer like the most luminosity and then I can adjust that if I want to, but um, like to start out on a gray canvas. If I were painting other things, if I weren't painting still life though, that might not be so critical to me if I were doing say portraits that I didn't want a lot of uh, chromatic color. But uh, because I'm working with really bright objects and I want to be able to you know, capture that illusion, um, the luminosity is part of how I do that. Okay. Um, and over the years, uh, has, has that changed? in the sense of uh, discovering that luminosity? Is that something you discovered a while back um, that this is what I'm looking for or just kind of developed and, and, and then you were sticking to that particular type of canvas? Uh, yeah, when I started in school, we, you know, I started in a program where we had strings of color all laid out and, you know, already mixed in each value. And so when you mix those together, almost every mixture was to some degree opaque. Mm -hmm. And I think it was after I, you know, got in contact with Richard Smith and started studying his work. And that's probably when I, when I, first got interested in yeah. the possibilities of playing opaque against transparent paint and some of the effects you can get from that. But oh, um, yeah. you can definitely get that same effect using um, acrylic prime. Uh, part, partly though the oil, I mean, Alcad hasn't been around that long, but the oil priming is just a, a little bit more traditional uh, materials. So, and um, yeah, they've been around for a long, long time. Do you have you, have you ever used a uh, um, lead primed? Yeah, yeah. Uh, way back, I used to do my own lead priming, but um, you know, that's kind of gotten out of favor with just the toxicity uh, issue. Yeah. But it is lead. <laughs> right, it is, yeah. <laughs> You don't, you don't want to mess Yeah, with it's not even easy to buy that stuff anymore, you know? Yeah, probably, yeah, probably. Even paint thinner in some some states, certain type of paint thinners are not even yeah. available anymore. So yeah, it's definitely getting uh, harder to get some of those uh, 